Hey, witches. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Girl. I'm your host, April Equilin. This week, I wanted to focus a little bit on some magic. I get asked all of the time, what kind of you know magic do I do? What kind of spell work do I do? And honestly, I do a lot. I do everything. I do workings with herbs. I use crystals. I use candles. I make bags. I've made oils. I practice my magic and my spell work in so many different ways. And one way that I have incorporated doing some workings is with cord magic. So this week we are going to be talking about cord magic and how you can use it in your practice. Last week's episode, the coming out of the broom closet was kind of my lead way into talking about this this kind of magic because it can be kept hush hush. It can be, you know, used as you know, something that is on the down low. You can keep it pretty quiet. Many people won't even know what it is when they're looking at it, you know, straight in their face. So let's let's talk about what it what it is. What is cord magic? So this is a magic that dates back, oh my gosh, just thousands and thousands of years. You can you can trace it back to pretty much every civilization, religion, path, you know, in the world. And it's a magic that a lot of people have used. And sometimes they don't even realize that they're doing any kind of magic or using any kind of magic. You remember those friendship bracelets that we used to make and give out? Well, that's a form of cord magic. You created this piece with different threads, different colors, they had meanings, and you gave them to people or you wore them yourself. Those bracelets were a type of this cord magic. We've seen a string on a finger. You know, you have that that old that picture or that that old wives' tale about, you know, putting a string, tying a string on your finger to remember something. There you go. Cord magic. Wearing an item that is attached to a string or a cord, whether it be a pendant or a good luck charm, all of that is associated with, with cord magic. The colors, the types of string or cord that you use, the items that are attached, they all play a role in this magic. And I want to focus on that this week and give you guys some simple things that you can do in order to maybe do some workings of your own, especially if you are needing to keep things a little low-key because you can keep this with you and it doesn't even have to be visible. Some simple forms of cord magic are, 
using a single colored piece of string or thread for a specific intention, whether or not you're looking for good luck, you're looking for protection, you're looking for abundance. These can be just super simple, like that embroidery thread, like the thread that you use to make those friendship bracelets. You can use that and it's very easily accessible. Doesn't cost much to get if you need to get some and you can usually find some kind of colored string or thread or ribbon anywhere around your house. I'm sure you have something laying around your junk drawer right now that that could be used in a pinch. Other forms of just simple cord magic are creating crafts made from the string or the yarn or rope. Some people will even incorporate them into fabrics and things that they wear, like a shawl or a blanket, or they'll put a stitch in an item of clothing. And that is part of the magic. It can be used in specific rituals and ceremonies. So there's a lot of initiations, whether it be, you know, into a specific, you know, religion or a specific club or whatever, coven, or just initiating yourself into a certain path. Cord magic threads can be used. Marriages. We see a lot in, you know, pagan and non-traditional, you know, church-going ceremonies of hand fasting. And this is where a special cord ribbon is made up and tied around the, the couple's hands. In other religions and and ceremonies, this this is used as well, different versions of it. But again, the bringing together of two people, the bringing together of two paths. So it can be used for a variety of things. It can even be used in in funerals when when someone has passed a release, so to speak. And it can deliver blessings, whether it is used as an item that is hung in a space or placed in a specific you know, place in the home or on, on yourself or worn. There's so many different forms of cord magic out there and some that you probably already do that I could... I could just go on and on about them, but I want to keep it, you know, keep it, keep it simple for the purposes here today. When we think about cord magic, any kind of magic, really, you, you want to make sure that you keep some things in mind. You want to make sure that the materials that you're using have some kind of meaning for you. You want to use either the cords or any other, you know, trinkets that you're adding to it, even down to the color that has a meaning for it. You know, in a pinch, yeah, you 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 could just use anything that you have lying around. But you do want to try to put, you know, put some thought into it and allow yourself that that process. And 
when when you're creating and you're you're coming up with the materials that you need, you want to take in mind the size of it. Is this something that it doesn't matter how big it is? Like if you're doing a a witch's ladder or you know a hanging cord magic where it can be rather large, or does it need to be something that you can conceal in a pocket? or just wear around your wrist. So you want to pay attention to the size and look at the materials that you're using too. Do you need something super thin like an embroidery thread? Or can you use a yarn or a thin rope or some hemp cord or whatever? You just, you you really want to pay attention to that when you're planning this. And if you're deciding that you want to use more than one material or more than one piece of string or ribbon or thread and you're twisting it or braiding it together, you want to remember that when you're doing that, even even if you're just using a single thread and you're preparing it however you're preparing it, when we're doing this, when we're twisting it, braiding it, preparing it, we are putting our energy into it. So you want to be in that mindset while you're getting it ready, while you're crafting it and making it, you want to be in that mindset of putting that energy into it. Send out that energy into that cord, into the the materials that you're using, like when you're manifesting, you're, you're wanting something to come to you. And maybe if you're doing a little bit of like, say, protection work, you want to keep that energy towards you. So you want to keep that that protective energy towards you. So you want to put that into the preparation of your cord and the supplies that you are using. When you're doing this type of magic, you don't have to just use a cord, you know, a string or a rope or whatever it is, whatever material that you're using. You can add other tools to it to bring about what you want, add a little extra oomph to it. You get to control this. Some things that you can add to it very easily are any charms, any little trinkets maybe that you find along your way, a feather, a stick that called out to you, a crystal, a leaf, beads, anything really. I mean, the choices are just open for what you can add. You can even tie other little pieces of material to it if you'd like. It's all up to you. But remember, you want to make sure that the tools that you are using, that they go along with the energy of the piece that you're making, the the intention that you are wanting to, to set. And if it's more of a ritual or ceremony, you may want to include those materials that go along with that ritual or ceremony. If you are doing something for deity work or a special Sabbath, maybe you include these items that correspond with with that deity or Sabbath. So you just, you really want to plan and put some thought into it. 
you can also use knots as a part of this cord magic. It doesn't just have to be braided or just a simple piece of string that you that you tie around your wrist. You can add knots to it. And I will share in the Facebook group and I will post a little a little chant, a little thing if you are wanting to use knots how you can use them to strengthen your your magic. But knots make something happen. They hold energy. So think about when, you know, when you were a kid and you were tying your shoes and you would double knot it to keep them tied, keep them on. That's that energy that we're doing with the knot. We are holding that energy and we want to use it to make something happen. So adding these adding these things to your to your cord can be very beneficial. But again, remember, it can literally be as simple as just having a string, a piece of rope, a piece of yarn. It doesn't have to go anywhere past that if that's what you have. Look around your house, look around and see what you can use. You don't have to go and grab anything elaborate and special when it comes to this. That's why I love doing cord magic because it can be just so easy and simple. And I'm all about keeping it easy and simple, especially on those days where I just don't have the energy to do something, but I know I want to do something a little bit. And this just helps. It just, it takes the, it takes the stress out of it. And spell work shouldn't be stressful. You want to be in the right headspace with this. And if you're stressing about, you know, getting all of these different materials to make it perfect, then maybe you might want to wait for a little bit until you can, you know, clear that energy and really focus on what it is that you're trying to do. Preparing your cord and preparing for this, you know, spell work, you want to do some things. First of all, like with any kind of working, you want to cleanse your space. Cleanse your space with incense, use sound like a bell. If you have some Florida water or some essential oils that you like for cleansing. You can you can kind of anoint your space with that. I like to use Florida water. I have it in a little spray bottle and I'll just spray it around my room if I want a little quick cleansing. You can use your essential oils. You can put some in a diffuser and let that cleanse your space. You can put them in a spray bottle if you want to spray it around. I don't recommend, you know, spraying just the essential oil. You want to definitely mix it with some water because you don't want oily residue everywhere. But you have options when it comes to cleansing your space. If you just want to cleanse the space using, you know, a white candle, you can do that too. Figure out how you want to cleanse your space, but you definitely want to make sure that the space is cleansed. You want to make sure the energy is good there cleanse yourself, cleanse your materials that you are using. You 
you can use the same methods to cleanse your materials. Whenever you're doing some some new spell work, you want you want to make sure that the materials that you're using are cleansed. Then you're going to sit with these materials. Focus on your intention. Focus on the purpose of this working. And if you want, hold the materials in your hands. Close your eyes. Put that intention into them. Give them their job. I am a big believer of you have to give your tools a job to do. If you just pick out the tools and set them down and go, okay, I got this for abundance or I have this for protection and you just place them somewhere expecting them to do the work, they're not going to do the work. They have to have a job. You have to put that intention, put that energy into them so they know what to do. So once you have done this, you can start creating your cord. Again, if you're just using a piece of string whatever material that you're using and that's all you want to do, then good, you're done. You are ready to complete it. If you are wanting to add other tools to it, other items to it, go ahead and do that. But when you're doing this, however you're creating this cord, as you're doing it, continue to think about that intention. Continue to put that energy into it. If you even want to talk while you're doing this and put that out there, do that too. You don't have to just, you know, say it in your head. You can put it out there and and talk and if you have a chant that you want to that you want to put out there, do it. Go for it. This is all you. There is no right or wrong way to do this. This is all about what you are intuitively feeling and how you want to create this magic. Once you have created this magic and you're you're done with this cord, you want to complete it. So completing the cord is tying it. Tie the ends together tie it. If you're tying it to a charm so it can be hung somewhere, do that. If you are tying it around, you know, your wrist or you're making it for somebody else, you want to complete the cord and then you want to seal it. By sealing it, we're putting that intention into it. And that can be like, say we're doing one for protection, I seal this cord with protective energy to protect me as I travel. There you go. Boom. You have sealed it. Then we work with it. Place it where it needs to be placed. Carry it on you. Wear it. Hang it. Wherever it needs to go, wherever it's supposed to be for its purpose, put it there. Work with it. Allow it to do its job. You can come back to it if you need to. You can work with it regularly if you're doing a little meditation practice or 
you want to work with it on a specific day of the week, every week, go for it. Do it. Remember the intentions that you put into it. Continue to put those intentions into it and see how it works for you. If you're feeling like, hey, I think it's done its job, then you can deconstruct it if you'd like. You can return it to the earth. You can place it somewhere in your home and, you know, where it's out of the way and, but still there in case you need it again. The the choices are up to you when it comes, when it comes to this, but it's yours and you get to do with it exactly what you want to do with it. I have a little, little protection cord magic for you. Super, super simple. And that's all you need is a piece of red thread or yarn or, you know, embroidery thread or string. If you don't have red and it's not easily accessible to you, you can use any color. Really, you can. Like I said, don't don't stress over over this. So you want about 18 inches of it. And again, remember in when you start, you're going to cleanse yourself. You're going to cleanse the thread with your preferred method of cleansing. You're going to set your intention. And with any spell work, not just with this spell work, but with, with any spell work that you're doing, your words matter. Your words, your thoughts, they all matter. So you want to make sure that you're specific with what it is that you are wanting from this. Because if we're just putting out there, oh, I want abundance, and then you get scheduled for work like three double shifts in a row, and you're like, what the heck? I said I wanted abundance. I didn't want to work three double shifts in a row. Well, that's the universe's way of going, well, you asked for abundance and double shifts means extra money. So here you go. You you have to be specific with your words. Your words and your thoughts matter because that is what is going to put any spell work into action. So you really want to make sure that what you're putting out there is exactly what you want. Setting the intention with, with this cord. And then once you have sat with it and you are ready, you are going to complete the cord. You're going to bind it by tying a knot in it, just tying the ends together in a knot. So it could make like a necklace or you can wind it around around your wrist or you can just tie it in a knot and like I said, stick it in your pocket. It is completely up to you and you're sealing it and then you're using it. Place it somewhere. Do what you want with it. That's That's it. That's the spell. That's the magic of it. Super, super simple. And something that you can do regularly and something that you can do where nobody has to know what you're doing. It it doesn't scream, oh my gosh, she's doing a spell or oh my gosh, she's a witch. Nope. It is a simple 
piece of string. Remember back, like I said, to those friendship bracelets. It's as simple as that. Super easy. I hope that you guys can get some interesting ideas for some cord magic. Look into other resources for using different cords, different number of cords, how many knots, different types of knots. There's so much information out there. And I will post some of my favorites in in the Facebook page and in the Girls Girls community Facebook group. I'll post some of my favorites in there so you guys can can check them out. And of course, like always, if you have questions, you can always come and ask me. I will be more than happy to help. I will even show a picture of, I have some cord magic going on in my car and I keep it there all the time. So I'll even throw a picture of that out there so you guys can see a few examples of different cord magic that I have done. The tarot card of the week, I think, fits with this type of of topic. And this week's tarot card is the magician. The magician is all about using the tools that you have to create what you want. We have these tools in front of us. We have these items that we're going to create this these cords out of. We have to use them in order to create what we want, in order to allow our magic to unfold. When we use these tools, when we use the items that we're given, they allow us to move farther on our path. They allow us to open up ourselves to different opportunities. So this week, I want you to focus on using your tools. Use the tools that you have in order to create the path, in order to create the working that you want. Really focus on using them. Because, you know, you, you know that, that saying, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. You don't want these opportunities to pass you by. So whatever working you are trying to do, whatever you are trying to manifest, use the tools that you are given. You don't want to let them just sit there and do nothing. Remember, it's not going to do anything if you just set it aside and go, okay, do your thing. You have to work with it. You have to put in the work. You have to set the intention and you have to allow yourself to use the items that you're given in order to move forward. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope you can get some useful information out of this type of magic and this type of spell work. It is one of my favorite things to use when I'm doing doing spell work. And I have used it in a variety of different ways. 
And it's just something that I, I continue to fall back on. If I can do a simple chord, you know, magic spell or working, I, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> I'm a happy witch when it comes to that. So hopefully you can get something out of this and you can see how, how simple it is to, to do something like this and use it, use it in your everyday life. It, it can be used regularly, even in daily, daily magic. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what you all create and do. This has been a production of Girls Girls Media. Music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. Don't forget to check out our Girls Girls Community Facebook page. It is an awesome place to be. And of course, don't forget to check out the other podcast in the Girls Girls Media family. Add a girl, her Royal Highness, Stock Daddy, Family Road Trip Trivia, and the one that started it all, the Girls Girls Podcast. Thank you again for joining me today. I hope you can use your tools and create some wonderful magic. Take care, witches. Blessed be.